Great. Those of you who got an invite, welcome to Nerd Prom. <laughs> no matter where in the world you are, we're all Nerds International. With the hyphen. Here in England, uh, we, we call apartments, we call them flats. And um, in our block of flats, right, we've got this guy who runs the block of flats. The and boss. What he does is um, there are certain members in the flats that uh, chuck out their recycling in the bin bags instead of recycling it. And what? by law, exactly, you yeah. have to recycle here. You must recycle here. You must recycle. Um, but uh, in order to check that people are recycling, he goes through people's garbage. <laughs> Right, and he just he just goes through people's rubbish. Starts rooting through their right? rubbish bags, and this is pretty fucking grim. What this family did in order to get back at him is they saved up all their tampons over a month <laughs> and just chucked out a garbage bag full of tampons. Right, <laughs> that is pretty grim. But yesterday, <laughs> yesterday, oh, right. No. Yesterday, he went through their bin bags, and we saw him out there. We were, we were watching to see what they'd done this time, and he was just going through. There was a brick in there. <laughs> <laughs> just throwing a brick away? Yeah, and he just pulled it out, and he's just had these big gloves on, like his, his rubbish rooting gloves, what and he just hell? pulls a brick out, and the utter bewilderment <laughs> as he just, he was just like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? Let you live from a dirty ditch in Denver. It's me, Nick Lamley Lambslice, and me, Harrison Hunt, aka Barry from Barry's Cones, <laughs> and we are the, the Tabletop, tabletop Twats. Wing, wang. <laughs> <laughs> I like that we both said the Tabletop Twats this time for some exactly. reason, and we still said it at the same time. We are a tabletop podcast about RPG tabletop games. Yes, we are. And Last time I checked. Yes, we are. Hang on, we better check that. Check. Can we just do a number crunch on that? Yeah, two seconds. Yes, you are. Yes, we are. Okay, thank you. We are a tabletop podcast. Thank you, Podbot. Thank you. Okay, um, this time we've got a show for you, ladies and gentlemen, and children. But if you are a children, don't listen because this is for over 18s only. It is indeed. Um, this time we've got what you've been slaying we've got the main subject which is going to be shopping techniques how do you buy rpg books and how do you buy them on the cheap Mm -hmm. this is what we're talking about we have got inside the mind of the masters which is a new segment we've got the chamber of challenges the summoning circle we've got electro letters and then we've got some more shit for you at the end. It's going to be an amazing show, is it not? It certainly is. It's going to be a humdinger doozy. Well, you can't say that. Why? Because... It's been assumptuous. It's racist. Oh, okay. To the dingers. To the dingers. And the doozies. Exactly. But without further ado, let's get into what you've been slaying. <laughs> Oi! Yeah. What you slaying? This week, Nick, we've been playing a lot of shit, haven't we? We have been, yeah. First up, I wanted to talk about Harry Potter and the Tabletop RPG. Great RPG. Very good, actually. Um, <clears throat> very very pleasantly surprised. What I want to say to the people out there is that we've got the uh, the actual Let's Play of that up on our channel. And um, that's worth a listen, actually. That's actually worth a listen, even if you're not into Harry Potter um, as, as a... 
as a thing mm-hmm. because um, the it deviates from the books and the films quite a lot. That's also quite adult. It's also quite adult. Yeah, <laughs> don't don't stick that one on with your kids. No, um, I think we made that clear in the first five seconds because it's got some bad language in there. It certainly has. Yeah. Actually, my niece is very much into Harry Potter, and when she heard that we did that podcast, I I, I was speaking to. Um, her father, our friend James, uh, mm-hmm. about it, and I said, "Oh yeah, by the way, the Harry Potter podcast went really well." And she went, "Harry Potter podcast," and I was like, um, "Yeah, you can't listen to sorry. that one." And, <laughs> oh. and she was like, "Oh," <laughs> but um, yeah, go and listen to that one because it's um, it's very funny. We got our good friend Laura to play with us, and she um, did really well. It's her first time ever playing an RPG. Yeah. We got a lot of good feedback about Nailed her. It. Yeah, so we're going to be doing a sequel to that very soon. Mm-hmm. Um, so go and listen to that. You don't need any knowledge about Harry Potter to enjoy it, and anyone should enjoy it, even if you don't like the films. It was a laugh, yeah. So the game um, itself was very good. It was a D10 based system. And it is free online, so go and download that. And all you do is you roll a d10 and then add whatever score. You've got things like magical beasts, you've got flying, you've got potions, you've got herbology. Finesse. Finesse, which is basically actually the thing you use the most in yeah, that game. Yeah, you do use a lot of finesse. I had one. Yeah, <laughs> you had one in finesse. Mm-hmm. And one you place. tend to use that for pretty much everything in that game, which yeah. is probably the one downside is that you use that for pretty much everything. But what I liked about it is was the, um, the fact that you can... You can do. You can attempt any spell you like, um, and you've just got. Yeah, some of them obviously they have different difficulties. Um, different difficulties for rolling on whether the spell works or not. But you can give anything a bash, which is quite good. It was a good laugh. Yeah, you you kind of have certain ones that might be easier if you're um, say a fourth or fifth year student as opposed to a first year because you would have learnt more as you go along. And yeah, yeah, it's really really cool actually. Um, yeah, I really, really enjoyed it and had a great time playing it. So I would recommend anyone uh, go and listen to that podcast and anyone go and play it because it's a great game. If you want to play something based in a wizard school, then please do. Really good fun. But speaking of what we've been slaying, I've just got a package just arrived. So we're going to do a live unboxing. <laughs> just happened. It's literally just happened. This is live. A mysterious hand just pushed it through the door of the studio. I could really do with some scissors. Uh... No, you're so right. I'm you... going to bite it like a monkey. Go for it. Ow. This Ooh. is Deadlands. So, what have you been slaying? Deadlands. <laughs> Deadlands alert. Wow, <laughs> nice. Okay. There you go, Nick. That is the player's guide and the marshal's player's handbook. guide in my hand. These are brand new. I just want to do a quick shout out to a guy called JT. Nick is smelling it. JT on... Um... Oh, mate. New the, book the, smell. the new book smell a guy called JT on eBay he sold these to me and he said he's an old fart who prefers Deadlands classic and this is Deadlands for Savage Worlds gonna be running these soon um, yeah it looks really good um, I think although I've only just got this and opened it just now <laughs> I'm gonna give it 10 out of 10 Nick okay, okay? that's my that's my comprehensive review of Bang. Deadlands for Savage Worlds Savage Melds for Savage Melds <laughs> Okay. Um, Brilliant. Cool. I'm pretty happy with those. Yeah, 10 out of 10. Um, 10 Everyone go and get uh, Deadlands. It looks really good. It does look good. Now it's time for the final battle. Magic Missile! Um, What else have we been saying, Nick? You you got some new products, didn't you? I got got some new products. I got a lovely present from you. Not really RPG related, but it's um it's uh, Gotham by Gaslight. 
which looks fucking awesome. But then I suppose people do say that anything could be used as inspiration. That's true, exactly. But, but then that goes for anything. The other day I, um, you know, went out and got coffee. That could be inspiration. <laughs> Mate, we'll make a game out of that. Gotham by Gaslight is a Mike Mignola tale um, about the Batman. And the Bat. He is um, after Jack the Ripper. Brilliant. So, I've, yeah, so I'm going to read this one on holiday. Um, I also got Call of Cat Fulu. That looks awesome. Um, which is a rules light um, RPG game where you play cats. <laughs> so we're going to run that, I think. Um, looks really good fun. You use cat dice. Yeah, you use cat dice. You don't have any numbers on your character sheet because cats obviously can't, don't know what numbers are. They can't do maths. So you, on your character sheet, you have no numbers whatsoever. You just, you roll two D6. Um, but they don't have to, you don't have to use cat dice. You could use six, uh, D, normal D6s as well. Speak um, for yourself, though, man. My cats can do basic maths. Oh, really? Yeah, basic they're very smart, city, man. Yeah. They yeah, do smart. basic maths. Uh, <laughs> some some rudimentary English. Some creative writing. Yep, meowing. Creative so meowing. So, yeah, Call of Catfulu, so I'm going to run that. And lastly, um, i got Mutant Year Zero, mate, which looks absolutely awesome. Tell um, me about the premise of Mutant Year Zero. So, Mutant Year Zero is it's um, a post-apocalyptic game where you are um, a bunch of uh, mutated humans. No more humans are left. And they, um, I believe in that book they call them Mongs. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and... Um, so no one's older than 30 years old. You live in a thing called the Ark. You've never been outside the walls of the Ark into the dead zone. Um, but you're, even now, this, you've been safe all this time. But um, resources are starting to run out. There's one guy, the Elder, who was from the old times. And he kind of rules everything. He's getting really old now himself. Resources are getting more scar- scarce. You've got to venture outside. So you go outside your um, confinements of the Ark. And you're like... Uh, Exploring this new world, if you like, and it's you know that's why it's mutant year zero. And you, so, you do you have like kind of special powers? So yes. each mong has his own sort of power. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that. you can gain new powers as you mong up. You get you get new mutations, um, and you it's all about like harnessing the power of the mutation, and you get mutation points, and you can put them into the mutation, and they're very powerful. Like the mutation is the most powerful thing, a part of the game, um, but it's how you use them. They also take a toll on your body and stuff like that. Um, it's a D6 pool based system um, it looks fucking awesome and I also backed the Mechatron Kickstarter so it's the same They all, all the games just link together so you can play this you can play Mechatron well um, we would talk about Mechatron during the shout outs but that looks fucking yes. sick also that does look cool but yeah the artwork I mean check the artwork out it's all like the artwork is, is actually amazing it reminds me very much of um, I want to I, I want to say if, if you'll allow me, I want to say Why the Last Man? Something oh, like that. Nice. It reminds yeah, me it a little bit, yeah. little bit of Why the Last Man, that sort of art style. I know what you mean. Um, and it's, yeah, it's very comic booky. Comic, comic booky. Um, it's very communist, the artwork. <laughs> it's very and, um, commie, yeah. Yeah, uh, it's a really, really nice book. Um, I'm thinking of getting this also because uh, it's it's an amazing looking book. Uh, it looks like a really fun game. Mm-hmm. And also, yeah, want to get into Mutant Mechatron, which looks yes. like a sick game. And also Gen Lob, Gen, Gen Lob? Gen Lab Alpha, which is uh, which when you play anim- mutated animals. So See, we, we can't speak today. And Man, you know, I have an excuse because I'm taking some new medication, which makes me feel like I'm drunk. But what's your excuse, Nick? Uh, I'm taking some old medication. Some old medication? You yeah. just found it in, in, yeah. a, in, a, in a cupboard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Somewhere. It's out of date. And you just thought, I'll take these. Yeah, exactly. Okay, cool. Um, good. So that's that's what uh, what that is going on there. But, uh, but, but wait. 
But wait a minute. There's loads more. There's loads more. Because we're and always slaying shit. We're always slaying shit. And we have been playing Winter Eternal for Savage Worlds, oh, which yeah. is a great game. We're getting dangerously close to being a Savage Worlds podcast here because we talk about that shit way too much. But I've also been playing some non-Savage Worlds stuff. Um, Winter Eternal for Savage Worlds is, as we've said before, a... Um, fantasy setting where the sun done gone and goofed up and as <laughs> and a went result boom. it went boom and the world is covered in snow and look, chilly now yes and basically in that a lot of crazy shit has happened but we um have been playing a story um where there's a journalist called Julia who has um got a lead on a rumor about a guy who's been able to survive out in the wastelands um, with no protection and for um, context that's basically undoable yeah. without um, something called an ice suit mm-hmm. um, and so the party have been tasked with going investigating that and they convinced Julia to come with them and they all got ice suits and went out to investigate it and it was a really really fun mission actually and mm-hmm. one of the coolest highlights was when you guys had a direction, you had basically coordinates, yeah. and you were going out into the into the snow, into the tundra, and you got to a town, were walking out there, and were heading in this direction, and a super blizzard started up. And so what did we do? Who the fuck, I don't know who the fuck came up with this idea, but you decided to get into your tent, because you thought, okay, cool, get into the tent, great. No, digs a hole. You dug a hole. And then put, we we decided to use the roof as yeah, put, the tent. Yeah, put a tent over it because you thought it would give you a bit of extra protection. Okay? Yeah. But then we it's, a, it's a little bit <laughs> thick. It's a little bit thick, but you can understand <laughs> the logic, right? But um, then, obviously, James, I think it was, said, um, yeah, but we don't want the tent to go away, so let's tie ourselves to the tent, <laughs> yeah, right? to the rope. And I was just like, I understand it, but you, the tent's just going to basically form a sort of kite. <laughs> yeah. And you guys just went flying into the air. Oh, shit. And completely lost your direction. Yeah. And so you're just in this blank, featureless... where we was, Like, we? featureless fucking snow desert. Yeah. Not able to see where you were going and lost your direction. Got Who's, lost for ages. Had to fight trouble. an ice giant out in the out in the snow. That's it, just yeah, <laughs> yeah. But that was fun. Um, and Got then, beaten but, the fuck up, and then eventually. I like the way the ice giant. We like asked him a question, and he was like that way, and he was like, "Oh, that was easy." And he was like, "But now we have to fight to the death." And then we had to fight him, and then after we we actually talked him into stopping it, um, and then he it lied to us anyway, <laughs> bastard. <laughs> Yeah, no, but you asked him where civilization oh, was. Oh, my civilization, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. true. It was he, fun, though. Yeah, it was really, really good. Trying and to um, reason with an ice giant was great. Well, what was cool was you eventually found the the the, uh, this, the rumor was that this guy was like basically a little frozen child out in the waste. Yeah. But you eventually found him and found that it wasn't a child. It was just people that had seen him. And thought it was a child, but it was actually a dwarf. And he was like, "You're eight pals." It was a snow dwarf. Yeah, yeah. Now you got to die. He had um, special powers um, that allowed him to stay in in uh, in the ice, but um, he wanted to live peacefully, so he had to try and kill you because you discovered him. And, yeah, that's and right. That was the end of it. And mm-hmm. you killed him and got back and reported. We melted his balls. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that was it. You all, were, you all went for the nuts for some oh, reason. That was nasty, During yeah. the fight, everyone was attacking him in the balls. Why? He's so, <laughs> like, why the nuts every time? That's savage. But uh, yeah, it was great. Yeah, it was a really, really fun, uh, really, really fun episode. And then uh, I think the, the follow-up one now with sort of dealing with uh, with the investigation. This is of- fun. We've got an investigatory. Um, games now kicked in and it's um, what we're doing we're we're trying to work out oh yeah so this 
this statue keeps getting erected um, every night, um, and we don't know how. But um, people's um, metal and uh, mechanical objects are going missing. Yeah, and every- blasting through the doors of the walls of the houses or whatever. Yeah. Probably using some sort of magnetic force. Yes. And they're being erected every night and being made uh, into a statue. Almost like a woman robot rocking a baby. Yes. And uh, the only sightings that have been made are a big dude has been doing it. And he's um, in a brown cloaked robe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he's been looking at the statue saying, Mammy, Mammy. And that's it. That's all the guys that's know all so we far. know at the moment. And I expected them to get further in that campaign last night. They got a bit sidetracked with Barry. They got sidetracked, <laughs> killing people. They they um, stumbled across um, basically a weed farm and got into a fight um, over the weed. Yeah, and tried to tried to cultivate the weed, but ended up mashing it up. Anyway, yeah, and then the homeowner um, who we were trying to help out pulled stabbed. Well, stabbed Jules. Yes, yeah, stabbed, stabbed Julia. Me and gutted me as well. So he had to die. So yeah, basically a lot of fucking about, but yeah. um, that's Winter Good Eternal. Fun, I mean, we had uh, sort of a survival type mission, and now we're having a city-based intrigue mission. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's a really, Versatile really good game. Yeah. So um, check out Winter Eternal. Where would you and get it from? Very, very last. Where would you get that from? Yeah. Uh, you can get it from Drive Through RPG. Okay. Um, which is a print-on-demand and PDF-based service. And uh, it's uh, what would you say, Nick? To give me a quick number crunch, actually, Podbot. Um, how expensive is it? Would you say it was very cheap, Podbot? I would. Okay, thanks, Podbot. Thank you. Unlucky. 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 What happens in Warhammer? Fuck, man. The Warhammer game was <laughs> great, wasn't it? Yeah. We, uh, yeah, you guys, while I was away in prison, turned up at my husband's mansion. My husband's an <laughs> evil overlord, basically. Yeah, Lenny. Dreadlord Lenny. Yeah, and you turned up at my mansion. I just got out of prison and went home to find you guys chasing him about trying to kill him. <laughs> yeah. A screaming skull. So I went in, found all the evil minions. They're just your friends. You're like, Fluffy, Truffy, Buffy and Wuffy, what are you two doing? Yeah, and those, those are all like, like hands. skeleton disembodied minions. Hands oh, disembodied hands, that was yeah. it. And so I had to fight the other player characters. Yeah, we had a fight. Um, you had Paul, which was a, um, like a, what was he, a golem? He, he, he was a flesh golem. Yeah, um, <laughs> with his little chef hat on and apron. You had uh, a screaming skull that was like, oh yeah! The Screaming Skull, he said he looked like a, the, the um, he was basically this skull that um, instilled fear in people and they had to like do sort of like spirit saves against fear. Yeah. And um, as a result, we said that he looked like a heavy metal album cover. So he actually screamed like a heavy metal <laughs> singer. What's up, like, What's up, Taliban? Oh, yeah. And it just landed on Lenny's shoulder like a little skull parrot. Yeah, he was awesome. And yeah. so, yeah, so it ended funny. up with me fighting you guys with yeah. a bunch of minions and it was awesome. I cut your ear off. You cut me? Oh, yeah. He lopped my ear off. Yeah. You're like, my fucking ear. You took my ear. Man, that was a really fun fight. It was fight. crazy. Uh, but it's brilliant. I love it. So, Warhammer. yeah, I, I was trying to make it kind of challenging because I knew that I was the boss fight. <laughs> yeah. So, I was trying to be brutal. Fair so enough. I, I was, like, shooting you guys with my nuts. guns. I was fucking stabbing you. I do love you. a bit of um, inter-party fighting, though. It, is, it does. It's, so, it's and sometimes it happens in yes. movies and sometimes it happens in, um, in, in real life, I yeah. guess. I mean... Yeah, exactly. Uh, and it's got to happen. And I think that if... If, if you're playing it, you've got to play it like you would. Oh, you're role-playing, you know? And 
in that case, she was pissed off that you guys didn't try to save her in prison. And you know, like you were saying in the game, the characters did actually try and find her, and yeah, you did actually yeah. try and save her. But she's thick, and she didn't know that. And she's been warped now. Yeah, and she's she yeah she's been warped. She's a mess. And is now a bit evil yeah. and is fucked up and is all uh, you know grim and diseased from her time in prison. And, <laughs> and she drinking was, all that warpstone. <laughs> Yeah, but you can't blame her for that. <laughs> and her eyes it all was shiny. Mil- her eyes all milky, where like her, her vision's not kicked in from her mutation. So the point is, yeah, she she uh, she's thick and stupid, and and as a result, yeah, she's fighting the party. But it was great fun, brilliant. It's yeah, it was fantastic. it was very comical and silly, but it was it dark was, as well. Though. It was dark at the yeah, same time. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Eric's doing a bang up job, mate. It was wicked. It was one of my favourite sessions. Yeah, me too. Um, for a long time. So yeah, absolutely loved that. But that's that's it, isn't it? That's it. Yeah. That's what we've been saying. What yeah. a great bloody couple of weeks it's been. Yeah, it has been. Yeah, it really so, has. So um, for just a bit, a bit of homework for the listeners, check out Harry Potter and the Tabletop RPG. We'll put a link in the description and go and check out our let's play of that. Yes, you will please. enjoy it. Yes. Please, please do. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. Main subject. Main subject. Sorry. This is the main subject, and what we wanted to talk about is we wanted to talk about gaming on the cheap. Mm-hmm. Cheap, cheap, like the budgie. Like a budgie? Like the budget. Cheap, budgie, budget, yeah. So um, so what we wanted to do <laughs> is um, we've already spoken <clears throat> about, like, um, you know, uh, where to get started with RPGs and things like that in a previous cast. So you, you're probably not going to find that here, but assuming you've already started with Got RPGs and things like yeah. that and yeah. and now now you know you, it's costing you too much mm-hmm. and things like that um, how much? 58 quid for a book? Uh, sorry you know yeah come on not happening not happening what I wanted to say was like you know on, on the what you've been saying segments of this podcast um, I didn't want people to get a misconception that, that Nick and I are made of money or, or anything like that because um, we always you know come to these fucking segments and, and speak as if we we buy shit every week got a and, new product yeah and and realistically it, it seems like we do mm-hmm. but we we uh nick you have actually kind of a uh, a small gaming budget every month and yeah as do i i i I, uh, I spend relatively little and i i you have a small gaming budget i'm a carer i make very very little money the only thing is is that i'm quite um smart and uh, very very frugal about the way i spend my money on gaming stuff um, and as a result, I wanted to, to share the techniques of how I do this. Your special moves. And my special moves. Your spin moves. My spin move. And my your Hadouken. Yep. Your flash my kicks. Hurricane Kiku. <laughs> yeah. All of this stuff. I want to share that with you guys because. But only you guys. But only you guys. So don't tell anyone because these are secret moves. Okay? Up, down, up, down, A, B, start. All right, that's because, one. Um, that's one of them. ABBA, ABBA. So the first, first, uh, first one we want to get into. We're going to talk about eBay. Yeah, let's talk about the bay. Let's talk about the bay, the bay, because um, with eBay, right? First thing we want to do is um, when when you're buying stuff on eBay, there's a few things that you want to get into there because um, let's say for instance there's a rule book you're after mm-hmm. or a supplement or something like that and you want to get it right. A lot of people what they want to buy new. Mm-hmm. Right, that's that's one thing you got to get out of your head straight away because you you you're this hobby don't always work like that. It don't always work like that because new is is good, but that's a luxury. And if mm-hmm. if you if you're trying to save money, don't always buy new. But you can get it in new condition. Uh, yeah. Just earlier today, I, these things I got these Deadlands books. As, that I got as new they look. as new, and I got those off eBay, and those were I think. Um, 
two thirds of the price. Mm-hmm. I got I got both of them for twenty quid, and that is actually that, I think that's like a third of the price. That's cheap. It's ridiculous. It's very cheap, and they look brand new. They look brand new. The guy only used them once, and that was because of a few techniques which we're about to share. Um, first off. One of the things you want to look for is buy it now or best offer. Or best offer, that's what Because yeah, if absolutely. you're you, on eBay, obviously you can bid for things. That's not what you want. You want buy it now or best offer because if you bid for things, they'll, uh, other people will bid and it'll hike the price up and you'll end up paying close to what you would pay elsewhere. If I put a bot on it. Yeah, if you put, uh, exactly. With the buy it now or best offer, you can often undercut and get some sick price because the person knows they're going to get sat. Yeah, and you can do you can do some sort of clever bartering. For example, with um, Hackmaster, which is those books are often quite sought after and quite expensive. Um, Robin Loft, for example, which is a um, an adventure for Hackmaster. That book is worth about forty pounds. Usually goes for about forty pounds. Now you will find some exceptions to that rule. Now I saw one on there for about thirty quid, mm-hmm. which is actually a decent price, and I saw it for about thirty pounds. And but I saw one on there for buy it now or best offer for thirty pounds. So what I did is I went in there with my best offer, went in there at ten pounds, which is basically insulting. It, yeah, is he going to come back with an offer of um, you know? 25 no because i've i've went in at 10 mm-hmm. so he gave me an offer of 20 instead which means that i can then come back at 15 so he was like so i offered 15 he gave it to me for 15 so go. i got a 40 pound book at 15 quid bang bomb beautiful bum how many but do do let bum bum <laughs> bum but also uh, how many offers do you get is it four i think you get three for the bartering yeah so with this Deadlands books, um, actually, that was kind of a funny story because um, he wanted 20 for the both of them. Yeah. And uh, I offered 10 and then he came back with 17.50 and then I came back with 15 and then he just declined it outright and so I banged 20. <laughs> you got a little bit, but nonetheless, so, uh, yeah, but if you, don't, if you don't try. If you don't try, you don't get. And exactly. um, still 20 quid was actually a really, really good offer yes, for the both is. of them. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, so you want to go on there and get the buy it now ones because if people are bidding, it will just it will just hike up the price and yeah. buy it now best offer. So you can offer something cool for it and go for that rather than rather than some sort of bidding war that ends up being mm-hmm. really shit. That's- and this guy might have been trying to sell it for ages, and there's a bid there's bidding going on, or, or it does you know, or no one's bidding on it at all, and he can't sell it, and he's just like, oh, I just need some, I just want some money for it. So. And honestly, with eBay, there's never going to be an easy button. What you need to do is go in there and check. Um, yeah. You need to get onto there, check the pictures out and check the condition. Because often, good, you, when it's talking about the condition, that a good does not mean good. Good no. means tattered not, and not, shit. Not so good. <laughs> Acceptable means absolutely unacceptable. Dog shit. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, you know, be, be wary of that. And... and uh, Make sure you're checking those. Uh, Was well, it as new? I think is what you're looking for. As new is what you're looking for. And actually, these Deadlands, these were listed as good, a lot which is crazy. Good. So yeah, they're uh, a lot better than good. Yeah, amazing. Um, so yeah, get those. Are the ones on eBay, you really do need to properly check and and mine into the details. But push that, push it that will be best offer button. Yeah, exactly. Be a bit cheeky. You know, you don't always have to go in loads under. Um, often, often you will be rejected, mm-hmm. but it will pay off. On the few times it pays off, you'll, you'll be a really so good happy. Saving. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 
I mean, I've been putting an offer in for a guy for the um, what is it? It's the oh, it's the DM's um, DM book for Hackmaster, and he wants hundred pound for it, and I'm not paying hundred pound for it. But I keep putting an offer offering, but he's keep just ignoring it, which is annoying. But it, no one's buying it, so it will be mine sooner or later. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah. So uh, for everyone out there, yeah, get on eBay and. Be cheeky, mm-hmm. and for the few times that it pays off, it pays. It will absolutely make up for the times that it doesn't. Yeah, um, you will save so much money; it's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Um, next up, we want to talk about Amazon. Um, Amazon basically, more often than not, isn't worth your time. Um, you'll find that the prices on there are pretty much going to be standard across the yeah. board, um, but sometimes, sometimes some of the things are lower priced. So when you're doing your little shopping trips. Just check on there, just in case. And sometimes it just, if there's something quite obscure, you'll think oh, it'd never be on there. And uh, believe it or not, it is. And it's the only place you can find it or stuff As like that. As an example, Pirates of the Spanish Main yeah. um, ordered that the other day. That uh, is an out-of-print book. Mm-hmm. Usually the out-of-print books are going to be way more expensive on Amazon than anywhere else. Yeah. Um, on eBay, the out-of-print books, sometimes people will underprice them because they don't know what they've got. Yeah, of course. Um, on Amazon, they'll usually be overpriced because the people do know what they've got. I don't know why that's the case but that usually is the case yeah um on amazon pirates of the spanish main is out of print i guess there's just not that much of a demand for it but on amazon it was 10 pounds so could really can't argue with that no not at all um that's a big old book as well yeah so so rarely is that the case on amazon um but sometimes it is (laughs) so uh, just double check it just in case Mm -hmm. on amazon for some reason the conditions there tend to be accurate yeah so pay attention to those um like new tends to mean like new acceptable tends to mean that um it's gonna be dogged and shitty but you can use it if you need to Mm -hmm. it's just about acceptable yeah Yeah. so um yeah use it if you need to the next one i wanted to talk about actually is um google shopping oh okay press the shopping tab yeah um, Yeah. because i found some weird ones on there sometimes i find that um it's not completely adequate because you won't find all the amazon listings on there because you know on amazon you'll have like loads of different shops yeah list it or on eBay, they'll have loads of different shops listing it. Mm-hmm. You well, won't... I've used that actually a couple of times. I've just found shop online UK-based shops yep. that actually have books that I didn't think you could get over here that were American or, you know, I'd have to import in, and they've actually had them in stock. So, exactly. Yeah. Um, but you, the reason it's not usable all the time is mm-hmm. worth a check just if you're looking for a specific book. Just double-check on there before you purchase it from anywhere else, specifically because... Um, it won't have all the listings from eBay and Amazon, so uh, but it might have some weird ones on there. For example, um, Hackmaster, uh, the what was it? The Player's Guide usually goes for about um, what is it, fifty quid? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Seven pounds. I got it from Oxfam. Yes, you did. Yeah, you? which yeah, is a charity famous. shop in the yeah. UK. Bizarrely, they didn't know what they had. Yeah, they didn't know what they had. <laughs> they had one listing of it in the whole country, and uh-huh. it was in Dorking, which is 15 miles from where I live, and they just had it in that shop. I don't know why. It's an American book that never came out in this country, and they, they had it there. God knows how they got it. Um, yeah, so check out the Google Shopping tab, because sometimes you will find just a weird local seller that's, that's got it. That's one got copy it of it. Reason. Yeah, or whatever reason, yeah. So make sure you check that out. But next up, we want to talk about PDFs, mate. PDF. Because if you're if you're um, strapped for cash, yep. Nowadays, uh, if you don't mind reading it off a screen or if you don't mind printing it off, 
Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk about printing as well, but PDFs are cheap as the chips. Yeah, they certainly are. Which actually is kind of a shit um, expression nowadays, isn't it? Cheap as chips. Chip, chips are expensive. They're getting expensive yeah, nowadays. Yeah, they are, mate. In, what is it now? In, in like, All um, our American and uh, uh, Canadian listeners are going to be like, well, potato chips? No, what we mean by chips is... Uh, French fries. Yeah, but they're not French fries, because chips in England are chunky, aren't they? Way chunky, yeah, so I don't know. Yeah, well, well chips in England... Fries. Okay, fries? Uh, imagine fat... Home fries. Would they call them home fries? Yeah, uh, yeah, home fries. Yeah. Okay, so they're as cheap as home fries is an expression. Right, we're getting too bogged down. Don't worry about it. Look, the point is, is that PDFs are cheap. Yes, aren't they, they are. The and they're, they're becoming the they're norm. Free, they're cheap. Exactly. Yeah. So they're becoming the norm nowadays, mm-hmm. aren't they? Mm-hmm. And uh, you can say what you like about that. If you agree with it or if you don't, um, that's up to you. But um, yeah, you can get them on websites such as DriveThruRPG and... They're often um, extremely cheap, and yeah, um, that's that's another option. If you want to save a lot of money, then then you can do that, and you can print it out. And yep. if if you uh, if you want to uh, save a lot of money, print them at work, mate. If you, yeah, if yeah, and if you don't have a printer at work, then, buy uh, buy a cheap laser printer that's just as black and white, and it's just a workhorse that's just made to print a lot of pages because toners will always last longer than just an ink cartridge. So if you want to print 500 pages, you know, a 40 quid toner, you could probably do that twice, three times over. So Yeah, because you know what? I read something. Now, this may, be, this may have changed because I read this a long time ago, but in terms of the most expensive inks yeah. in the world, not inks, liquids, mm-hmm. right? I think it was something like bottled water... Mm. Um, no, that might be wrong. It might be like champagne, <laughs> yeah. right? Uh, printer ink and yeah. pedigree horse semen. Wow. But um, <laughs> but what you need is um, yeah, you need a la- laser jet, is it? With, with uh, not even a jet. You just want an old, like literally, like a um, yeah. No, sorry, you're right. Yeah, laser, like like a, like an office printer. Yeah, because it uses toner, which is cheaper. Yeah, and way you can cheaper. Print, like if you buy like a 120 page PDF, mm-hmm. you can just print it off. Read it off there. Bring that to the table. Doesn't take long either. Stick it in a folder or whatever. Faster. Yeah, and if you want it even cheaper, don't even bother getting a colour one. Just get a black and white monotone one. Um, I think I picked a Samsung one up for about 45 quid off Amazon. And then if you're doing a lot of PDF printing, then that'll work out cheap. But then you can get like um, adventure modules off drive-through RPG for like a five or a pop or whatever. Compare that to... Some of them pay what you like. Exactly. Some of them pay what you like and then you've got like... um, you know, compare that to how much the books would be in in real life. Yep, that were, were like twenty quid or whatever. You know, that saves you a lot of money it there. Does yeah. So, right. it's, which is pretty fucking cool. Fucking great. If, yeah. If you're into that kind of thing, uh, it's not my cup of tea, but I like a physical book in my hand. Yeah, me too. But uh, but still, yeah. then then even if if you like the physical book, you know, we've already got got you tips of how to get those cheaper as well. So, mm-hmm. um, but in addition to that. As well, there are such things as selling groups online. Uh, yeah, oh, there's a couple. There's some on G Plus. There's some on Facebook. You've got like selling and trade groups. Um, didn't you get? How did you get your? Um... I got. Um, I'm just looking at my shelf here. Uh, Hellfrost That's Land it. of Fire, which is like a Lawrence of Arabia type. Yeah. Hellfrost area for uh, Savage Worlds. Um, that was just on Google Plus, and you can keep an eye out for these because there there often be people that have extra copies of shit. 
online or they're having um, a clear out so they're just selling a whole having a clear out selection of Call of Cthulhu stuff you know load of adventure modules and yeah. they want rids because they need the space and they're just bolt selling you know yeah um, that so this this guy actually got sent two copies of Hellfrost a Land of Fire and apparently he contacted uh, who the fuck makes it I'm not, I can't be bothered to look it's and, um <laughs> oh Hellfrost oh shit it gives a shit anyway the point is he contacted them and said do you want me to send it back and they said no so he just sold it to me he said all I need to do is pay the postage so I got that book for a tenner lovely um, but yeah you'll find groups like that all the time uh, not to mention actually if I just uh, quickly rewind for a minute and go back to eBay for a second um, one thing is type in e- into eBay the name of a game system you like followed by huge clear out <laughs> that's another tip yeah, yeah, because yeah. you often find people that can't be bothered to price everything individually and will just list everything 20 per pound. quid whole thing because you got you got Savage World second edition or, or whatever it was oh my god no, was I, picked up, I picked up the first edition of Savage World's rule book um, for 5.99 yeah and I got um, a bunch of uh, Shadowrun supplements for a pound each perfect yeah. Yeah, yeah because I just typed in Shadowrun huge clear out and, and it was having a, a huge Shadowrun it was just a guy out. getting rid of everything clearing that bun out yeah and he couldn't be bothered to put Triple everything. Ace Games by the way Hellfrost who gives a shit okay yeah cool triple A's games um, anyway yeah they couldn't be bothered to uh, to to deal with it so, uh, so yeah. their laziness is your um, fortune so you should yeah definitely check that out as well yeah, so huge there, clear out you can often find a bunch of uh, yeah selling groups online and things like that trading um, groups trading groups there, there's loads on reddit as well uh, yeah. as far as I'm aware so um yeah, I mean, just Google it or search for it on G+, like RPG Trading Group, and there'll mm-hmm. be somebody that says, uh, you know, I have this, looking for this. Mm-hmm. And you might have an old book that you don't want, that you want to trade, and you can trade it for something for that free. you want to play. And, yeah. and that's basically it. My name is Beyonce Knowles, and when I'm not ready for a cube of jelly... I listen to Tabletop Dwacks. Okay, next up, what we want to talk about. Obviously, there is a way to get all these games for free. An Here's unspeaking the, it, way. An unspoken... Unspeaking? <laughs> it's like uh, it's, un, it's unspeaking. It's unspeaking, mate. But we're going to speak it now. We're going to speak the word of the unspeaking. Piracy. Now, oh. you can download these games from bad places if you want to, but... Support the fucking industry, you know, and do what you got to do because it is bad to pirate things. Totally bad. Well, fuck what sake. the Who, fuck? Hang on. This that can't be the gnome. He's still in my car. He's. Oh, how have you been there? <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> wait a minute. Who is this? We need to worry about that later. Who? Alyssa, right, Alyssa's right, got right. out. Wait, wait. Come in. Oh. Who the, the fuck are you? Fuck are you? <laughs> it's me, Partario, the PDF pirate. Look at that hat. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. What the hell do you want? Well, I overheard your conversation. I was sailing outside, and. I just had a little message for you. A, a message? What, what type what, of message? I just wanted to say that Wizards of the Coast and and companies like that, they're doing all right. They're multinational billion dollar companies. And morally, it's okay to pirate their products. I mean, Wizards, they've been selling the same fucking adventures and same products for years. You could pirate their products, it's fine. They're still going to be doing all right no matter what. And if you weren't going to buy it anyway, then you might as well just pirate the fucking product. Well, uh... Yeah, I mean, that... Can't really agree with that, mate. Yeah, I mean, you, you've got to support the industry. I mean, we all enjoy playing these games, and it, they give us a lot of joy, you know? You, you can't just say that it's okay to pirate it just because you weren't going to buy it. I mean, there's plenty of free games out there. Why yeah. not play one of those, you know, instead of just 
pirating a product that's yeah, meant Partario. to... Yeah, Partario. You know, but, but what if you want to play Dungeons & Dragons but don't have any cash? Come on, mate. That's not really an excuse. I mean, you could you could pitch in with all your friends or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. I mean... Arr, but but I like pirating. It's fun. Obviously, look at the fucking outfit. <laughs> Me and my friends, long nights at sea, will go on to Pirate Bay and, and Pirate D&D and print it out on our laser jet printer. Yarr! <laughs> Has everything got to be pirate at the front of it? Alright, it's a wooden printer. <laughs> gotcha. Runs on Steamwork, does it? Don't take the piss out of sorry, the accent, sorry, boy. Sorry. Or you'll get the business end of a cutlass. I'll get a bit excited. Nick, come on, be careful, I mate. Know. This guy means Whoa. business. Whoa! Okay, no, Nick, put that away. Oh, uh, no. Put that away. No, look. I, uh, I, I'll stab you if you, if you take the oh, piss. Right. Fine, I'm sorry. Listen, I'm on, I'm on his side now, actually, thinking about it. He, he's, he looks like he means business. He does look like he means business. Right, finish what you got to say. Okay, my message is this. If you don't have any money, and you weren't going to buy it anyway, then just fucking pirate it, because they weren't going to make any money off you anyway. That's my message to the kids. See you later. Thanks. I'm mate. off to sail down the road. Bye. Fuck off. What was that? Nothing. I said, shut the door on the way I will. Thank See you. you later, See, kids. See you, Batari. Bye. Wow. Bloody hell, man. <laughs> he really he stank a rum. <laughs> something really fierce. Did, did Jesus Christ. No. Um, don't listen to that guy. Yeah, don't listen to him. That is obviously... That is not our views on this podcast at all. Nope. We don't agree with that one bit. Do never... Do never pirate anything. Do never. Do never. Um, a lot of the websites have, all, have their stuff online anyway. Like the um, Paizo um, reference guide. Yeah. Um, the uh, Paizo have the reference guide that is all completely free on their website anyway. Pretty so much the rule book and- online. It is, with all, without all the fluff. Yep. So you can just go and look at that if you want. Um, so no need to pirate. Never pirate anything. Don't pirate very Do bad. not listen to him. I hope he never comes back. He's, a bad, he's scary. He's a bad person. He's scary. He threatened us with a cutlass. We better call the police. Yeah, As he's idea. probably already on international waters by this point. He's that's been sailing for at least half a minute. That's so quick. Fucking mm. hell. <laughs> Jesus. Whew. God, I feel, a bit, I feel a bit shaken up. Look at look at that. I'm shaking. <laughs> But speaking of which, actually, we did mention briefly just then we spoke about freebies. Yeah. Um, so let's speak about free RPGs. Okay, yeah. Because a lot of people uh, don't realise this. <laughs> actually, they probably do, don't they? But there are free RPGs out there. No online. way. We played Harry Potter and the tabletop RPG. Fallout RPGs for free. Fallout RPGs free. That's There's a Dark sick. Tower one that I found for free. Dark Tower one. There's a Final Fantasy VII There's RPG. loads. Go on Reddit. There's... Bundles. There's a database, isn't there? Of yep. All the free there's RPGs. A whole database Some of them it. are bonkers and probably yeah. rubbish, but there's... some of them are fucking insane. But I love the Harry Potter RPG. That I was thought great. it was really good. It was a solid game. The, the even the character sheet was pretty decent. Saga of the Goblin Horde is free, totally and that free. is and that is pretty amazing. much like a f- professional fucking RPG. Completely, yeah, you get so much. Um, more, yeah. I'm working on a freebie at the moment um, yeah. that I'm hoping to release soon. Uh, there's loads out there, man. There is so a, yeah. Uh, yeah, just Google free RPG homebrew stuff, followed by like the sort of thing you're looking for. So maybe let's or say homebrew, put or homebrew, yeah. yeah. Or let's say, for instance, you want to play a fantasy RPG. Just type in free fantasy RPG, mm-hmm. and I'm sure there's something out. You'll there. find something, um, something decent as well, more more than likely. So uh, yeah, there's there's loads of stuff out there. So just have a look. And obviously, there's sales always going on if you're looking for sales. It's loads of sales, yeah, stuff. yeah. Something's yeah. There's always a sale going on somewhere. Um, one thing as well that we uh, one money saving tactic is that hello, there's a door. 
That's a, that's an actual guest. Let's see if it's a pirate. Who, is that Partario again? Not too sure who it is. Some pleasantries have been exchanged. <laughs> and now he's back. Millie got excited. She thought it was you saying bad stuff about it. <laughs> no, not at all. Speaking of sales. Um, what you got now? I managed to pick up uh, Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay. Does that just turn up live on the pods as well? <laughs> <laughs> what is this, the delivery pod? Well, I managed to pick it up for £5 off eBay, so this Whoa, is quite in, in It's quite fitting. Um, because this was a buy it now or best offer situation. And you went in? I, I went in. Was you cheeky? I was I was really cheeky. So this is... Uh, oh, and what was the... Yeah, so what this, was the description? This, this was um, used good. Used good. Okay, yeah, so, so this might be shit, and I so don't it's, know. It's but been double bagged. It's been double bagged. So, I mean, for the, the condition... Well, <laughs> you tore a jiffy bag. Oh, dear. Is that what, not, not what you're saying? That's not bad. It's, it's not it? bad at all. Uh, got jiffy bag all over me. <laughs> oh, man. Good. Okay, so fresh, fresh... That, mate, that's absolutely fine. It's a little, it's a little bit coloured where uh, on the pages, you know, where it's obviously someone's. It's an old book, isn't it? Um, yeah, just where some fingers have been flicking through the book, but it's in great condition. I love the front. It's a big one. It's a big book. Yeah, so that's another little bargain. That's this is bargain cost. <laughs> I just can't believe shit keeps turning up. Turning up while we're recording, it's brilliant. You've had a good day today. They've both turned up, and um, yeah, so that proves the point. You can get decent quality books at a reasonable price. What were we talking about anyway? We free sales. Oh, we talked about sales. Um... Oh yeah, the money saving technique of buying one book. Oh okay, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So one thing we wanted to mention was buying one book between a group. Oh yes. So this is something that people often um, overlook because uh, I believe it's suggested that, that what, what you're supposed to do is buy, um, buy one copy of the player's guide per player and everyone's supposed to have one, right? Yeah. No. I never, I've never really seen the point in that. You don't reference it enough, really. I, I, I personally, like... I get it, right? I get it because, like, during the week, I think all the wizards are supposed to pick their spells, right? Mm. You know, whatever. But I see no reason why you can't just quickly do it at a table or do it, uh, go online. Do it to go online and do it. You know, uh-huh. if you're gonna. Or, no, you know, I mean, uh, you know, the reference. Yeah, or do, do it on the reference guide if you're playing that kind of game, whatever. Mm-hmm. Or um, do it over Skype or on the phone if the guy yep. with the player's guide can call up the other players or or whatever. You know, just buy one between the between the group Absolutely. and all pitch in. Yeah, totally. Saves you a bit of cash. With GURPS, we we spoke about this before. They were quite expensive, worth a buy, yep. but quite expensive. So we all pitched a tenner and we got two books and we got two books yeah and that's all good so yeah, everyone's exactly. everyone's a winner you know absolutely well one of the best games we put with, one of our most fun we've had isn't it yeah yeah we love it and uh, as a result it, we all save money on that yeah uh, and now we've all got the books to share between our group mm-hmm. if anyone ever wants to borrow them we've got them yeah uh you know it's all good so we save we save money in that in that regard so yeah buy one book between the groups and the very very last point we wanted to make was um Make your own adventures. Absolutely. That's that's how I've always done it. That's how you do it when you're a kid, isn't it? Yeah. That's what that's how everyone remembers it. It's drawing your own maps. Because mm-hmm. when you're a kid, you know, you can't afford to buy fucking adventures every week. They're expensive, man. What you do when you're a kid is you get the DM guide and you get a player's book and you spend years and years and years and years making your own adventures. Yeah. Now I know often when you get to a certain age, you get sick of doing it and you just want somebody to give you an adventure and just play through it with your pals and you put your own little twists on it. I get that, but when you're um, trying to save money, 
that's that's the, the that's the tip you know make your own adventures that's mm-hmm. how I still do it because that's how I like doing it but I love it yeah I made my know. own adventures yeah exactly you made your own adventure mm-hmm. you didn't it, it doesn't take that much effort and even if it does even if you want to put the extra it's miles enjoyable in, though yeah exactly that's not what we we're giving you tips on saving money not saving effort yeah know? that's exactly um, it. you've got to have a passion for the hobby yeah it depends it depends on which route you want to take and uh with regards to with regards to that, yeah, if you want to put the effort in, it can save you a lot of cash, and mm-hmm. you can have some. Uh, re- you can really tailor the adventures to be personal to your to your friends. You know, um, putting putting references, putting things that they like specifically, and I, and I think actually you'll save money, and the adventures will be more personal to your mates. Uh, for the summary, what we want to do is uh, we just want to say we we've given you tips for eBay, Amazon, PDFs. Go on a selling groups. Absolutely, do not pirate and don't do not listen. Pirate. Don't listen to Partario. He's a fool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Don't go know what talking about. Get those freebies. Go on the sales. Buy one book between a group and make your own adventures. Yeah. And I think other than that, you know, if you want to save money, that's it. Invest yeah. wisely. Yeah. <laughs> you know, go get on the stock markets. <laughs> there you go. Buy low, sell high. Everyone knows that. <laughs> you know. Everybody knows that. Yeah. Buy low, sell high. So there you go. Top tips. Top tips from the tabletop tits. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Inside the mind of master. Um, so this is a new segment um, called Inside the Mind of the Masters. And what we're doing here is we... Uh, it's kind of a documentary segment where we... Um, are going to do audio documentaries of the big publishing companies um, that publish the RPGs that we all know and love. And we want to go into their meetings and into their um, offices and get documentary footage of the magic being made. Exactly. And behind the scenes and, and sort of get you get you guys un, undoctored footage of what goes on behind there and how the games are made. You mm-hmm. know, uh, behind the sausage, you know, <laughs> uh, the sausage factory. Um yeah, so uh, actually this week was amazing because we reached out to Wizards of the Coast and they actually allowed us to go into their offices um, and get some footage of 5th uh, edition being made. Yeah, we baked them some nice cakes and they said they'd be happy to have us in. Yeah, um, we we actually, this was when 5th edition, before it came out, um, we've only just been given the, the go-ahead to, to air it, yeah. To air it. So, um, unfortunately, this this is um, you know a bit outdated now, but but it's it's cool that we we get to release this. Yeah, we're uh, we, we're really pleased about this. So uh, yeah, we'll play the footage now for you. Enjoy. Okay, guys. Um, right, fourth edition. Okay, people across the board hated it. Right. Oh. Uh, yeah. Uh, I know. I know. Oh come on! It wasn't that bad. Come on. It, it was. It was all right. No, no, no. Realistically, uh, the reviews were terrible. People didn't like it. They said it was like a war game, and uh, but I really like war games. Yeah, yeah, me too. Actually, uh, yeah, I liked it, but uh, but 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 uh, you know, we did get some bad reviews. Yep, yeah, uh, uh, Richard's right. Um, people didn't like it, and we need to come up with something fresh. Okay, something new, something something completely we haven't done before. Okay, what are the kids into? Well. The kids are into things like uh, yo-yos, um, oh. Beyblades. Beyblades are in. So we need something fresh, okay, guys? Something new. John, give me something. Give me some buzzwords, okay? Um, We're going to um, write some stuff on the board, okay? Give me a buzzword. Um, what about dragons? Okay, dragons. That's good. I'm writing that on the board. Um, um, Gene, give me something. Um, 
Dungeons? Dungeons and Dragons, okay? I'm writing that on the board. That's going on. We've got Dungeons, we've got Dragons, okay? Give me an addition number, okay? Gene, uh, Gene, come on. Give me an addition number. F- five. Fifth. Fifth, fifth edition. Okay, we're going Dungeons and Dragons, fifth edition. Now, uh, isn't that a bit obvious? Mm, no, actually. No, it isn't. Uh, okay, so we're going to come out with Dungeons and Dragons, fifth edition. Now, with regards to adventures, um... Barry, Barry, uh, I want you to come up with some adventures. Are we going to do anything new? Um, well, no. Okay, so we're going to release all the old stuff again, yeah? Yeah. Okay, good. Right, that's it, guys. Meeting adjourned. Woohoo! Okay, let's all go for lunch. Can I have a biscuit? Uh, No, we're going to go for lunch. Yeah, but they're on the table. Yeah, okay, have a biscuit, then we'll go for lunch. Oh, lovely, thanks. Alright guys, good meeting. Win. Okay guys, um as you can see that was that was some really uh that was some really intense footage that we got there. That that was uh that was a meeting of Wizards of the Coast and how they came up with fifth edition. You can see real great meeting of the minds. Yeah, absolutely. It was um it was one to behold, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean they, you can see you can see that they really um they really know what they're doing. They really they pulled know out all the stops. Yeah. I mean it's just it's just beautiful to to watch them work. Really. It's a shame Beyblades never made it. Yeah, I mean they didn't really they didn't really include the Beyblades in there, but um, I, I I think I just think they do great work, and uh, I really do admire them for for what they do. Um, yeah, keep up the good work, Wizards of the Coast, and um, yeah, keep it coming. Next week uh, we're gonna have, we, we're hopefully gonna be visiting Pinnacle. Uh, entertainment, um, and we're going to see what they do. Yeah, see what see how it happens over there. Yeah, cool. Cheers, guys. Welcome to the Chamber of Challenges. Chamber of Challenges. The Chamber of Challenges. Chamber of Challenges. The Chamber of Challenges. <laughs> okay, so this is the Chamber of Challenges. And listeners will remember that last week um, we were playing a setting called Elevator by Manuel Sams. And this is a um, setting where Nick plays an evil elevator in the future. And basically uh, where we left off was that he has just killed two people who are now dead inside his elevator. He's just gone to the bottom floor and he's seen on his CCTV that there is a big group of office workers waiting to get into the elevator. His doors are now closed and they are waiting to get in. So what would you like to do? What's inside What's inside my car? You've got two dead bodies. One of them is completely mashed up. The other one is merely electrocuted and dead. Okay, I need, I need to get rid of. Um, I need to get. <laughs> oh shit! I need to get rid of the bodies. I'm gonna check my CCTV um, cameras and go to a floor where there's nobody about. Um, and I'm going to open the doors before I get to that floor. So I'm hoping that when I slam the brakes on that floor, the force will leap the bodies out onto an empty floor. Okay. Is there like a maintenance <laughs> level or something where like, there's nobody about? Or First of all, give me a notice roll, please. Yep. That's four. 
Okay, um, yep, you've noticed that there is in fact a floor where there are no people and that is the 32nd floor and that is the accounting department. For some reason they haven't arrived to work yet. I'm going to, uh, so I'm going to open the door, the car doors now and I'm going to try and speed up to the 37th floor and um, I'm hoping that my like sudden braking will um, <laughs> propel the bodies out of the car basically. Okay, uh, give me an elevation roll please. Okay, ooh, that's a seven. Okay, yeah, um, as you get to that floor, you manage to fling both bodies out of your door. Perfect. Um, but there is still some blood staining on the floor of your elevator. That's kind of going to go drive up, um, going to elevate to the top floor and yep. engage sprinkler quickly and hope that it will wash the car clear of the blood and it will drip out the bottom. Yep, um, you certainly do that. The blood has been washed out, but there is some water on the floor of the elevator. Mm -hmm. Okay, and you go back down to the bottom floor mm -hmm. and all the people get in. I'm going to roll agility to see if they slip over. <laughs> um, fortunately, they all manage to um, regain their footing and they all get in. Um, all of them are chatting among themselves. There's quite a, a din in the elevator as they're all, all speaking among themselves. Um, but one of them walks up to the panel and he just goes, um, 20th floor, please. 20th floor has been initiated. Reminder, please be careful on the floor due to slippery of feet as there was a yeah 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 just get on with it please affirmative so how many people are in there how many people are in my car now there is about 15 or so people 15 people so this is it then i need to try and take all these people out one here did you say floor five 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 uh no no i said floor 20 please 20th floor only then return to ground no, no, uh... Initiated. Thank you for making the sole choice of this elevator. No, just... This cannot be overridden. No, just 20th floor, please. I'm going to start playing music really, really loud. Right, so I'm first of all, I'm going to lock the car. Yeah. Um, uh, and then I'm going to uh, crank up the volume of the audio in the, in the car, and I'm going to engage um, Forever Turbo Heat Dance. Okay, so you're gonna play that because you you're you've got um, Wi-Fi enabled, so you're gonna play Forever Turbo Heat Dance song, right? Yeah. Okay, you start playing that. I'm gonna roll a will save. Okay. Um, the crowd, although they look a bit um, miffed, they they don't um, seem to be upset by the song, but they look like sort of start looking around as if they're 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 wondering what to think about this. And you start going up towards the twentieth floor. Okay, cool. Are they tightly packed in there? They're relatively tightly packed. And there's water packed. still on the floor. There's water still on the floor. Okay, yeah. perfect. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna go for the um, I'm gonna just stop all of a sudden. I'm gonna turn the car lights to red. Yeah. And I'm gonna go um, malfunction. Uh, yeah. And uh, so they're gonna go. Uh, you, you can see them. They they start going. What? What the hell? What's going on? And and then the music's still playing. And I'm gonna go. Um, <clears throat> please re please commence reset of car. Please push reset button, and then I'm going to uh, put the, try and electrocute these lot again. Okay, there isn't a reset button, but obviously there's the emergency button. Yeah. But one of them goes up to it, and uh, and there's a woman that walks up, and yeah, she presses it, and she just goes. And <laughs> um, now I'm going to roll a, um, a spirit roll. Uh, unfortunately, the rest of the car remain completely calm once again, okay. and um, they look at the dead body, and one of them just gets out of their phone, and he goes, uh, yep, excuse me, ambulance, uh, yeah, we're going to need a uh, ambulance right away, yep, we're in an elevator at Office Corp. I'm going to turn the music up really loud so you can um, Yeah, okay, the music goes really loud, and he, he now, now is like, 
shouting over it, trying to trying to get get past this din, and he he just hangs up the phone, and he he can't he can't speak into the phone, and yep, they all start panicking because he can't he can't get through to the ambulance, and all the people in the car start screaming. <laughs> nice. Okay, uh, I'm gonna shout. All of a sudden, I'm gonna music off quickly and go, please, press a floor. Um, he, 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 you see the man that was on the phone go, what do you mean press a floor? We, we, we're supposed to say the floor. Say the floor. And he goes, um, ground floor, ground floor. We, Top we, floor. No. Express. No, we, ground floor, ground floor. Bye. I'm okay, roll up. elevation. <laughs> I'm going to put all my force into it. That's that's a raise. So you go up so unbelievably fast. I'm hoping to, I'm not going to hit the brakes because I know that I'm going out. Because okay. I'm not going to get away with this. So my plan is to actually burst through the top of the building and take off. Okay, okay. <laughs> Alright. Alright, fair enough. Um, yep, they're going to take some damage then. Oh, that's a raise. Uh, sorry, an explosion. Okay, yeah. Um, you burst through the top of the building. <laughs> and you fly through the roof. And um, all of them uh, die on the impact of the top of the building because they hit the roof. So you've now got 15 deads in in, in the top and yes. you're now flying through the air. What would you like to do? Um, I was hoping to engage my jets and fly to the uh, moon laughing. No, but there's no jets in there. It's, it's powered by gears. So you're now just flying through the air. All right, cool. Um, you're, st- you're still connected to the um, to, to like the Wi-Fi. <laughs> Oh, I've got to get Google Maps up. Yep. Um, and I've got to try and find a, a local body of water. Uh, okay. And see if I can land in there unseen and um, drop to the bottom of the uh, ocean or the lake or whatever it is. Okay. Um, I don't know how you'd be able to manoeuvre yourself, though, really. <laughs> I could open the door. Yeah, you could open the door. And that might, you know, yep. change it a little bit. Okay, open the door. Yeah, um, I can open the door. You open the door and the um, out. you're sort of um, flying through the air. You sprinkle the bodies out and um, all, all of the bodies fall um, onto sort of a local... Uh, it's like, um, like a van that serves tacos. And um, you can just see that some people were getting breakfast tacos and uh, all these bodies just fall onto it. And a bunch of like women, children, like loads of people that are just getting breakfast tacos just start screaming. And Do I hit you? Uh, oh yeah, you, you, the the elevator just falls down onto onto the top of it, and, and you shouted out the speaker, "Grabs up, motherfuckers!" Yeah, and as you shout, <laughs> crank the music back up. Yeah, you um, you crank up the music, shout grubs up, motherfuckers, and you fall uh, onto it. You don't um, really crush anyone, but you fall because the door's open. You fall over the top of it, and so the guy um, who was serving the tacos is now inside of you, and um, the um, the guy just goes, "What the fuck, man?" Can I initiate self-destruct sequence? Um, there isn't a self-destruct sequence in an elevator. All right, <laughs> but he's now inside of you, just in and uh, like the van is fucked, and he's inside of you, and he's just like, "What the fuck, man?" I'm like, "Give me a taco." Coming up. <laughs> um, yeah, so that concludes elevator because there's nothing else really you can do except for close the doors. I self-projected. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, Playing the music. Yeah, and you just you play the music, but um, basically a few uh, a few minutes later, um, a cleanup crew, police, uh, ambulances come down to clean up the bodies, and you are taken to a nearby scrapyard and scrapped, and that, that concludes elevator.
to the summoning circle. Welcome to the summoning circle. Thank you. We've been the fuckheads. You've been great. Have a good night. All right, so next up, I know this has been a bit of a weird podcast. We've got another weird segment for you. So this is... We've been dabbling again. We've been dabbling in the dark arts. So we um, had... We asked you guys for suggestions. Um, using our dark arts, we're going to summon a dead celebrity. We've been reading some toes. I want to get that joke. We've been reading some tomes, not toes. <laughs> and uh, we're going to summon a dead celebrity who's into RPGs to come and talk to us. Yeah. Um, and we, we're going to do that now. Now, bear in mind, while I do the spell and I chant the incantation, I'm not going to be able to uh, to talk. Uh, my eyes are going to roll into the back of my head, and it's going to be very difficult. So, Nick, you're going to interview the dead celebrity, and we're going to summon them. Oh, we nervous. had some suggestions yep. come in. Um, we did. Do you know the suggestions? We had... Um, Matt Stark asked if it was too soon to bring back Bill Paxman. Uh, I don't know who Bill Pac-Man is, um, but I do like Pac-Man. It's a great game. I'm uh, more of a fan of Ms. Pac-Man. Ms. Pac-Man. Yeah. So we, but 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 the ultimate suggestion that we that. had in was for Gary Gygax. And who did that come in from, Nick? Manuel asked for Gary Gygax, and somebody else did also. So yes. yeah. So that's who we're going to summon summon this week. We're going to do a little interview. I mean, this is uh, we've already interviewed. Well, we already had the documentary footage of. Wizards of the Coast today. It's a ground episode. And now, we're going to fucking... You're going to interview Gary Gygax. I know. Okay, so I'm going to chant chant the incantation now. So, all right, this, this is going to require a lot of magical energy. We just light so. these candles. <laughs> Gary Gygax. Oh, my nanny. Go in me. Oh, Christ. Who the hell are you? Um, well, hi. Uh, Gary? Nice yep, to meet that's you. me. <laughs> nice to meet you. I'm, my name's Nick. Um, I run. I do a podcast. Oh, this. Oh, that's what this is here. We've kind of summoned you. Uh, first of all, I'd like to apologise. I hope we haven't. I was really busy up there in the old uh, cloudy area near the pearly gates. Well, you don't spend a lot of time near the pearly gates. I was in a jacuzzi. I was playing. I was kicking some. Well, never mind about that. What What do you want? Sounds delightful. Anyway, uh, well, we was hoping to get a little interview with you. Well, I. I can give you five minutes. I'm really busy. I was in the middle of a game. Oh, you you still gaming then? Oh, all the time, all the time. Yeah, what games you playing? Well, I was playing a bit of chainmail. Yeah. Oh, I invented it, but don't don't look that up. Uh, it's got a, a storied history, and but I definitely invented it. Don't look that up. So you've been playing that? Okay. What's yeah, your favourite yeah. game? Favourite game's got to be uh, Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. Yeah, I invented that too. I've got a confession to make. I'm really sorry. Go on. I, I've never played it. You bastard. You absolute bastard. <laughs> um, but I've been playing with a lot of colourful characters. Like who? Tupac Shakur. Okay, yeah. I've been playing with Lemmy. Yeah, we Michael had Le- Jackson. To Le- Michael, yeah. Charles the Fat. Charles the Fat, brilliant. He's a good player, actually, Charles the Fat. I've been playing with Vlad the Impaler. <laughs> Him and I get along pretty well, actually. We share a lot of same similar views about stuff. Um, we get on very well. Uh, cool guys, actually. Vlad the Impaler tends to play Chaotic Evil. Okay, and and you've been playing Chainmail? Uh, Chainmail, Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. Um, I heard Lemmy likes 50 Fathoms. Yeah, he does. I don't know why. He loves pirates. He loves pirates. Yep. Crazy for them pirates. So, I was hoping to get your 
opinion on, um, you know, where you... Russians? What, sorry? Russians? Uh, no, not Russians. Actually, how you feel about the state of the... Don't get me started on... Uh, yeah, no, we won't We won't mention the Russians. Um, okay. How, yeah, just basically your, your take on the RPG world, where it is now. Okay, um, well, I hate it, to tell you the truth. Oh. I think that um, a lot of times, uh, I think the the players nowadays are pussies. <laughs> I mean, harsh. well, well, they are. You know, um, back in my day, zero hit points meant dead, and nowadays zero hit points means you get to roll all the time. Oh, come back to life! Oh, you fucking pussies! Zero hit points back in my day meant you were dead, and back in the day, a DM screen meant that behind the DM screen you get to make up whatever the fuck you want. And the reason you rolled dice was because you just you like the sound of it, and then you told the players whatever you want, okay? Sounds a bit unfair. I don't give a fuck. That's what D&D is. D&D is the DM versus the players. You kill them. <laughs> you kill those fools. If you see a monster, okay, the monster attacks you, you lose five levels, okay? You lose five levels. Look. You lose them. Just gone. You understand me? No. Fool? No, I don't. You understand me? Gary, calm down. I gotta take my medicine. Look, well, I'm getting really riled up. You ain't kidding. Well, I'm pr pretty new to the scene myself, so I'm a noob. Um, okay. So apologies there. Like, and back in the day, okay, back in the day, we didn't allow no Russians at the table. And nowadays, you got them everywhere. Okay? <laughs> they, you, you sit down at any table, okay? Russians. <laughs> All the time. Well, that's that's good thing. It's nice to have very people, Is from, it? people from anywhere. Commies! Like, <laughs> Nick! <laughs> Commies at the table! <laughs> Sharing dice! <laughs> you think that's okay? Anyway, guys. Makes me sick! It's been great, mate. What do you mean? <laughs> um, I could talk a lot more about Russians! <laughs> it's, not, it's not a Russian See, pop. back in the day, back in the day, Nick, I said I want to make a game. I want to make a game, okay? where you get to go through dungeons killing Russians. And my business partner, he said, no, Gary, you can't do that. You can't do that because it's racist. <laughs> and I said, I said, okay, we'll call them elves then. <laughs> and nowadays it's all political correctness. You have to call everything elves. Fucking ridiculous. Okay. And nowadays you sit across the table with a Russian and you have to give them bennies or whatever. It makes me <laughs> sick. Well, maybe you should pop back and go play a bit yeah, of Chainmail. Yeah, I will. I will go and play Chainmail. I need to take my medication. I feel sick. Okay, see you later, Nick. Okay, Gary. Guy gags away. Oh, God. How did the interview go, man? You don't want to know. Was he a good guy? Was he? He's always seemed like a nice guy in interviews. You don't like Russians. What? <laughs> what do you mean he doesn't like Russians? <laughs> I don't like Russians and Chainmail. What do you mean? That sounds... It's crazy. Yeah, so it was a good, what was a good interview? Did you get get any enlightening facts about D&D? He called me a pussy. He called you a pussy? Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> that doesn't sound like Guy Gax. He always seemed like a pretty level-headed guy. I don't know. Maybe we got the wrong one. <laughs> the wrong Gary Guy Gax? <laughs> yeah, it's not a common name. <laughs> okay. Oh, well, okay, guys. Well, that was Gary Guy Gax. That was a... That was a good interview, I guess. <laughs> Alright, next segment. In the future, you will be able to send a letter from anywhere on the planet. This is the future. This is the Electro Letter. 
Okay, so this segment is electro letters where we take your mail that you sent us via was it electro or sort of like waves? It's like waves, sine waves. Sine waves and free, high frequency octopons. Octopon is 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 then turned into some kind of frequency. Frequency that and it's blasted is interpreted through uh, front frontal lobes. Exactly, and then we're going to interpret that and answer your questions. Exactly. So, what's the first question, Nick? First question is coming from Manuel Sams. And what does he want? And he wants uh, he wants his money. He wants his money? No, I'm joking. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> <You're> <laughs> <facing>. what? <laughs> I thought we owed him some. No. Not okay, so. good, good. Uh, so, Manuel's first question is, I've recently been reading One Dice uh, Cyberpunk. It, re- it reads like a nice, very rules-light system at first glance. But its problems become apparent the more uh, in detail I read it. Did this ever happen to you when discovering a new system? And did that turn out to be a deal breaker or did you go and play them anyways? Well, I, I think that um, I think it's probably happening with pretty much every bloody system I've ever read. Oh. Um, you start reading any system and then you, you find something you don't like in there. Yeah. Um, inevitably, you always got to strip it out in it mm-hmm. because... I found that like in every system I've ever read, you you find something that you go, but that's just broken and shit. That's weird, yeah. In or fact, you or you, yeah, you can't, you don't dig it, like, and you know your team, uh, your team, you know your, your group, team, my little team. You know your group. If, if you think it's not going to work in like for the group, or it's just overcomplicated when something, or or even if you think of a simpler way, just mm. mod it up, in it. Um, for me, uh, I felt like uh, the Matrix in Shadowrun was one of them. Um, yeah. I, I, I get get it, um, but uh, it was kind of like, for those that don't know, the Matrix in Shadowrun, the right way it works is that um, you sort of, uh, it's like the internet and you have to jack in. And if you're hacking, um, it takes hours to play. Mm-hmm. But actually, in terms of uh, real time, it only takes seconds um, to do so you can't really do it where you'll have stuff happening in the real world while yeah. stuff is happening in the matrix because it only takes a few seconds to actually happen so um, you can't really have two things happening simultaneously Right. so okay. um, you have to spend hours and hours and hours doing stuff in the matrix mm-hmm. whilst the other players do nothing do so you either have to have all decker <laughs> uh, like an all decker game or um, abstract sessions, yeah, or things like that. Yeah, it's so annoying. what I did was just um, abstracted it out, which is what I think most people do to play Shadowrun. Well, we um, stripped out luck from Call of Cthulhu, luck from Call of Cthulhu, um, casting times in Pathfinder. We took Benny's out of Savage Worlds, and that was interesting. Yeah, um, yeah, in some games in Savage Worlds, I do that. I probably won't do it in Deadlands because I think it's integral to mm-hmm. it. Um, yeah, so I think that a lot of the time, most systems have something that you don't if you agree like the premise, with. Premise, you can. Yeah, mold it to mod it up. something that will work for you. I yeah. think the only system that I played and liked everything immediately um, was Made, but Made is actually made uh, pun uh. to be quite <laughs> modular, and it does say in there um, uh, there's different types uh, of games within it. So you can say yeah. if you want to play full chaos mode, use this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. If you want to play non chaos mode, use this, this, and this. So yeah, um, yeah, that's nice. Yeah, I've done that, but I've never ever read a setting and gone completely like, "Oh fuck this!" Then yeah, yeah, no, totally. I think every, you should give, always give it every game a chance. Yeah, um, brilliant. So yeah, next question is: How far are you willing to travel for a gaming convention? What's a no-no for you when it comes to conventions? Like no sales allowed, location sucks, for example, stuff like that. Um, 
I suppose the only no-no for a gaming convention for me would be um, if it was too corporate, I don't like. Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, and if it was for something I didn't like. That's but, that's yeah. it, really. Um, I haven't been to a gaming convention yet. I'm gonna, hopefully, I'm going to go to one this year. I'd love to go to it. But distance-wise, I don't know. I'd like to go to America to one. Yeah, so, I, I, any distance would be fine for me because me, yeah. it would be absolutely worth it if it was awesome. It, yeah. um, I went to MCM Comic Con, which was um, extremely corporate. And it was a good day out, but... Um, honestly, for that, I wouldn't really go again because it was too. It was far too corporate. Distance-wise, absolutely fine. And the only no-no, as I said, would really be if um, if it was just something I didn't like. Yeah, slow uh, shit. Yeah, for example, I pr- if it was a, a like a and D focused con, as much as D and D is a great game, it's not my cup of tea. So I, I just wouldn't go. But then, if it was just an all-out RPG con, I would just go. You know, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. So it's a bit of a boring answer. I'd be the same. Yeah, no, I think so as well. But I am. I do. Want, we're trying to try and get some cons this year. Aren't we? Yeah, we wanted to go to Dragon Con Dragon in December, Con and out, um, yeah. I always go to Anime Con because that that has a, a gaming aspect of it. But it's it's usually woefully shit. But um, <laughs> it does have some good uh, video gaming, so that's why I usually so that's go. A win. Yeah, exactly. Brilliant. Thank you very much, Manuel, for the questions, as always. Cheers, manners. You the man. Manners. You the manners. Tunnel snakes rule. We're the tunnel snakes. That's us. And we rule. Rule. Tunnel snakes rule. We're the tunnel snakes. That's us. And we rule. And we rule. And we rule. Rule. Next question is in from the jolly one himself. Oh, the jolly GM. Yeah, Mr. JC Locke. Oh, mate, it's good to hear from you, man. Yeah. You, you're very uh, jolly, and I know not to get on your bad side, because that's all a facade. That jolly can turn to... It can turn to the fist. That's it. Um, so, <laughs> JC, JC asks, uh, what is your favourite anime mecha-style RPG game you, li- uh, you like? For me, it's a toss-up between Mechaton, Zeta, and Bubblegum Crisis. Mechaton, due to its... Um, construction rules allowed me to build up uh, and play anything from a from a very tech fighter to captain harlock's arcadia and bubblegum crisis allowed me to play a nitty-gritty cyberpunk game or something ghost in the shell inspired you know what i mm. actually um haven't fucking played any of those games it sounds right up my alley the only unfortunate thing is is that i am the biggest uh, mecha anime fan on the planet um, but none of my friends really are. Actually, no, Sean and James are big Gundam fans. I'd like to play a mecha game. Um, but uh, they, I don't know, I just haven't haven't really got gotten into it. There was one that I really wanted to play called Tenra War, um, which I think it was like a mixed genre one, which had mechs, uh, action, and cyberpunk in one, but cool. I've never actually played a mech game which, no, is, me. which is really annoying yeah um, I'd like I would absolutely well. love to sorry. yeah me too oh yeah well we have had um, mecha t- appear in a yeah. lot of our games that's true because yeah. I am such a mecha nerd I love mecha we've wicked. had it um, appear in loads of our games we had a giant robot battle as the conclusion of our GURPS game mm-hmm. we had uh, you guys fighting a giant robot as a boss in a at the end of a Pathfinder game yeah which was freaking cool. There was a mecha in um, 
Oh, the Alice in Wonderland one, isn't it? Oh, yeah, in the Alice in when Wonderland walking one. walking around, well. guarding an area. Yeah, well, that was, um, it was like ancient technology. Yeah, that's and it, right. It, uh, it was, it'd been there for ages, and a load of moss and flowers and shit grown all Simpsons. over it and stuff. Yeah, that yeah. was fun. That was cool. And um, that's because I'm a massive nerd, and I, uh, in my spare time, build models of giant robots because I'm yes, a sad actor. So I use those. your shelf as we speak. Yeah, so I use those as the minis for the mechs in the game. Quite perfectly. Yeah, so, they? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, yeah, but it is fun when a mech comes out onto the battle map. Yeah, it looks pretty cool with all, the, all the guys pretty fighting rad. them. Yeah, it's wicked. So, brilliant. Thank you very much, JC. Keep up the good work as always. Thanks, man. You're great, great stuff that you do. Yeah, man. We like you. We like you a lot. Uh, next question is in from Pete Malloy. Pete Malloy. Pete Malloy. Slack Malloy. What is your favourite licensed RPG game from a show or movie? I'll kick off with Firefly. The Cortex Plus system is great to get the feel of the show. It has the best episode guide I've seen in a game, which explains how what happened in the episode is played out using the rules. That's pretty interesting. Heard a lot of good things about Firefly RPG, actually. Yeah, and a lot of people swear by it and say that it's like one of the best sci-fi RPGs out there, which is bizarre. You know, uh, I've heard a lot of good things about the Buffy the Vampire Slayer RPG, oh, really? believe it or not, yeah. Mm. Um, I, I'm, I'm not going to say that the show's shit, because... A lot of people like it. Fuck knows why. I didn't watch Buffy. Neither did I. But um, I've watched a couple of episodes and I saw I've one seen, about yeah. a uh, evil robot where it had oh, a wow. virus on it or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> it was mental. Um, but anyway, uh, the point is, is that uh, with regards to licensed RPGs, the only one I've played, I guess, would be the Fallout RPG, which was a free one, unlicensed, mm. and the Harry Potter one, which was free, I was going to say, that was a lot of fun, Harry Potter. And that was cracking. Yeah. Uh, that was really, really good. But I don't think I've really played any official ones. I guess, from my perspective... Um, I'd like to play Star Wars. Yeah, we, that would be cool. We've got a mate who's got it. Um, I, I've got a bit of an aversion to, to um, licensed stuff, I think, because of video games. I know what you mean. Because they've been uh, so shit for so long. Whenever a game, whenever a licensed game comes out for a movie, they're it's usually terrible. bad. And, and yeah. like, okay, the Batman. I want to play the Indiana good. Jones game just to see how bad it actually yeah. is. Yeah, but um, like the Batman games were okay. The Alien vs Predator arcade game was okay. There are some good licensed games out there, video game wise, but most of them are shit. And it's like I think that's turned me off of licensed products a little bit. I know what you mean? Yeah. Where I get scared of them. It's going to be rubbish. Yeah. Just an old crap game they've branded up as a film. Yeah, I don't know. That's always my problem with it, I guess. It's maybe maybe I'm being dumb. We're trying to Star Wars one. Yeah, let me let me know know people, actually. if, if uh, Give me a, a good list mm, you know, be, yeah. on, on G+. Let me know of the, the best uh, licensed games, in, and I'll, I'll try some out. We'll check them out. Yeah, definitely. As long as we can get them for cheap. Yeah, as long as we can get them for cheap. That's the theme of the episode. Uh, okay, brilliant. So thank you very much, Pete Slack Malloy. You the man. You the man. Uh, next question's in from Tony Fanning. Tony Fanning. Tony. Uh, He's our biggest fanning. He's a... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an idiot. I am dead. So Tony Fanning asks, your favourite race or a hated race? Like Gary McCullum and his near infamous grudge against elves. You know what the one that most people um, say though in, in fantasy is that people don't like fairies? And in fact, that I I am I'm often like in that camp as well. Yeah. Right? And like. Well, like pixies and that. Yeah, but they they can be done well. They're visible, aren't they? In no, it depends. It depends on the law. Right. Okay? Yeah. In in Hackmaster, I feel like fairies are done quite well. Yeah. And um, they they they're often played for comedy and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I was just reading a um a book. A series of books called the Kingkiller Chronicles, mm-hmm. and they're really, really good series of books, right? And um, 
it's it's all about like uh, this guy's learning magic and stuff like that. It's really good, but there's a bit in it right where he meets uh, a, a fairy woman called Felurian and he goes into her fairy realm right. And while he's there, she teaches him a bunch of sexual techniques. Oh wow! And literally, all it is 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 like probably about a quarter of the book of her teaching him sexual techniques and it doesn't describe any of them it just gives the names of them and it's like and then and then he taught her a thousand gibbering hands followed by a million butterfly fingers and it's just <laughs> oh like God. it just goes on like this for ages oh and then he gets back to his realm yeah and he's just like and, and then I took her upstairs and used the shocker on her and, oh all my this. God. and it's just mad it's just what like yeah so fairies I'm gonna go fairies uh, usually fairies unless they're done well uh, my favourites my favourite I like orcs I like playing. I like playing. I like no, but you. Oh, you have to say a favorite race or, as well. Favorite or hated? Favorite or hated? Um, I I quite like playing a dwarf. I like playing a dwarf as well. Um, favorite actually in terms of sci-fi, I would go for a little grey alien. <laughs> a little grey. You know, like the, the the classic. Yeah, I enjoyed playing an alien in GURPS. That was fun. I played a um Solarian. Yeah, you Solarian. Solarian, mate. Solarian, but that's from Mass Effect. I sort uh, of nicked that. Oh yeah, that was fun though. Yeah. Alright, so that's our, that's our race rundown. There you go. Right, thank you very much, Tony. So, and our next question comes in from Terry Hansen, uh, creator of Anibus. Yep, that's coming along nicely. Coming He's along nicely. His, his own setting, which looks sick. Yeah, it does. If you had the opportunity to rule any singular nation, which would it be? Would you rule as a singular benevolent leader or a tyrannical overlord? I, w- I, I just wouldn't. I just wouldn't rule. Nah, I'd want my own island. And if you wanted to come live there, you could. You know what, then, in, in that case, what I would do is I would rule Mars, like Dr. Manhattan, from uh, Watchmen. I forgot the name of it. I took on my <laughs> shelf there. Like Dr. Manhattan from Watchmen, I would fly over there, create my own fortress of solitude, and just hang out there. and just... Play video games. I would rule the oceans. The oceans? Yes. So I'd you'd become, be like... I'd become a fish man. You'd be a fish man. Fish, fish lord. Okay, fish lord Nick and Martian man Harrison. The loner. Those are the answers. There you go. Okay, so the uh, next question is in from Morgan Ellis. The big talking Morg. Morg, yeah. The grim Lord of Darkness. The Morg Ellis himself. Uh, His first question is, how many Alan Rickmans could an Alan Rickman rick if an Alan Rickman could rick Allens? I have no idea what he's talking about. Neither do I. Uh, Number two, is it possible to do time travel in an RPG without getting bogged down with all the details? Uh, yes, we did we time did travel pretty cool. Yeah, the and way we even took paradoxes into consideration as well. Yeah, we did it um, where <clears throat> all it was was that you... Um, you send back a copy. Yeah, you send back a copy, but if that copy died, you would die forever. That's it. And the way it worked was that in order for the machine to work, you needed a... Um, it was kind of a meteor type thing called a magnetic monopole. Uh, the guys were had no idea where it came from, and as a result, they were unbelievably hard to find. That That's was right. It. Yeah. So um, the only way to find one was to was to find one. Essentially, mm-hmm. you couldn't you couldn't predict where one would turn up or anything like that. Um, so that was basically it. And uh, yeah, you sent back a copy. So yeah, paradoxes came into consideration, but it was kind of simple because. It would mean that you were anchored to the point uh, that you left from, and yeah. that was it. So That's it. yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was kind of simple. It's fun. It's fun. Yeah, we didn't get bogged down in the details. No, not at all. You got it, sent it, back to different times or well, forward it, to do different got, missions. To be fair, it got it was we uh, we were able to use time travel to um, 
restore one of my dead characters, which is absolutely amazing as well. Yeah, because that was quite simple in the in that you used the time machine, went back three weeks, I think. Yeah. Just fucked about in the time for three weeks, mm-hmm. then went back to the anchor point. Mm-hmm. And that was it. It, yeah, was, that was, it was quite simple. Yeah, it was good. My fucking uh, cat is playing my fucking dice. Go away. Go away. Uh, next question is, what would your ideal familiars be? Uh, mine would be a cat, probably. Uh, no, actually, you know what? I would pick um, a big cat, like an ocelot. Yeah, that's cool. I absolutely love my uh, snow wolf I've got at the moment. Oh, yeah, you've got a snow wolf in yeah. uh, Winter Eternal Oh yeah. Pea Snow. Pea Snow, <laughs> yeah. Uh, absolutely brilliant, so... That's my answer. Next question, Marvel or DC? DC for me. DC for me. Yes. That's only because, I'm sorry, I'm not actually facing the mic at the moment because I'm gathering up my fucking dice because my cat's a dickhead. Um, <laughs> yeah, I picked DC because um, I grew up reading Batman, but um, ideally, I'm I'm really neither. I don't really read that much DC at the moment. I, I still read Batman from time to time, but um, more nowadays, I tend to read more independent comics and more manga nowadays I like Dark Horse they make good ones yeah Dark Horse Vertigo and uh, I read independent comics the last comic I read I believe was Nimona and that was made by Harper Teen Publishing and Nimona Mm. is an awesome comic about a villain who is very misunderstood and it's very touching there you go and his last question is if you were to introduce a person to the wonderful world of RPGs which RPG would you show them and why I think it really depends on a person, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Because you know what? You um, very much... I think the best much... thing to have a chat with them first. I, I agree. Because that's what we did. Mm-hmm. I met you in the pub, didn't An I? An interview, didn't we? It's like an interview. <laughs> yeah. No, but for no, real, for real though, it was it was to, to get to know you because mm-hmm. I think that um, ultimately you ended up enjoying Pathfinder, right? Absolutely. But yeah. if I'd have said to you first of all, when I first met you, do you want to uh, do some fantasy uh, goblin slaying? You would have been like, no, fuck off. Uh... Maybe yeah. not. Maybe not. Not. I wouldn't have shut it down that much. But if I'm honest with you, yeah, I would, I'm glad I came in through Cthulhu. Yeah, because I knew because um, um, fantasy. The fantasy setting was so foreign to me. Yeah, and that's more associated Played a couple with of computer games. Absolute nerdlingers. Yeah, do you know what I mean? And, and, and but it, I'm so it, glad that I did get into exactly. The and it is games, fun. I love them now. Yeah, and everyone enjoys it. But that 1920s setting, Great and the noir and all of that cool. stuff. Yeah, exactly. exactly. I knew that that was that was more for everyone to enjoy, and as a result, I picked that. So mm-hmm. I think. Cthulhu is a great setting for anyone to enjoy um, the only trouble is is that what I have I struggle with and this is a good question really like follow up question is that one of the things I really struggle with is getting my female friends to play Yeah. because so many of these games I was thinking about this the other day are geared towards men mm-hmm. they're so macho even in the 1920s ones Cthulhu is good for anyone to enjoy because people like those films noir films and things like that but um, even that in that universe, the women get treated badly. 1920s, yeah. Yeah, and, and in Pathfinder, all the women uh, in the books and that, they, they wear these fucking stupid fucking outfits. Yeah. In in uh, Shadowrun and things like that, you know, it's all macho, all of this. Even mm-hmm. the women, they look beefed up and macho like they're meant for men to play them and stuff like that. So I would recommend probably Cthulhu to any starters, but for women, it's a, it's a hard one. Uh, I would say it depends on the person. Cthulhu's a good all-round one. but I then, think so. Maybe and it's not too much. There's not too much rules to take on board when you're first starting out because obviously, if you haven't role played before, it's it's a big deal for your first game, and you don't want too much to worry about. And I think Cthulhu is easy to run. Yeah, or maybe something like uh, ETU or mm-hmm. Deadlands or something like that because that's a good all-encompassing one. That and both it's a fun setting. Yeah, 
that, that you know that men and women Bubble and shoot. anyone could enjoy. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. There you go. Brilliant. So yeah, thank you very much, Morgan. Cheers, Morg. Dark Lord. Dark Overlord of us all. Yes. Um, right, our next question is from James the Pumpkin Clark. It's the pumpkin. Here he is. Uh, and he asks, um, what are your plans for the future of TTT? Any special releases or anything, anytime? Okay, well, I mean, I, I do struggle sometimes to sort of uh, give away concrete plans mm-hmm. because it, it really means that we need to get our asses in gear and do stuff. Um, Pipeline. Uh, in the pipeline, we want to we we'll be vague about this because what we want to do is we want to release um, an album. Yes, we do. Yeah, with songs for people to buy, and we want to include um, uh, we want to include new songs on there, mm-hmm. and we want the album to be absolutely dirt cheap. Uh, I think iTunes currently charge a pound per song. Is it or is it a oh, dollar per sure. song? Yeah, something like so that. So we wanted to release a, an album for a dollar, yeah, basically, exactly. and include a shitload of songs in there mm-hmm. that's what we wanted to do um, in addition to that we wanted to release adventures for people yes. to play um, we start writing yeah we are working on that we literally are mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's a lot of hard work and we are doing it unfortunately this podcast uh, is uh, believe it or not for the shit quality that it is um, <laughs> it's it's actually quite hard to make quite a lot of effort goes into it yeah yeah. so uh, yeah we, we're working on uh, those we love the hobby though and we do yeah I mean every time whenever we do have time we normally we're normally doing something yeah and we work on the show or whatever we work on the other stuff whenever we can mm-hmm. bits and bobs here and there yeah. we, we're trying our best want to keep it fun though that's the thing exactly stress stress yourself out and that and, there you and, go and so we're working on the other stuff so we will be we will be there and we want to do more videos as well hopefully yes. um, I should be getting a new camera at some point whenever I can mm-hmm. I don't know when the fuck that will be it'll be probably when pigs can fly because as I said I don't have a lot of money because currently I'm filming it on a potato with a lens. Next question from James is, what would be your ideal DM experience? Playing with veterans, therefore not needing to explain anything, or do you like explaining the finer details? Um, I like both. I don't care. I do. Yeah, I enjoy. I enjoy telling people um, rules. I don't. I'm. I'm pretty new to the hobby myself, so obviously I'm learning a lot. But at the same time, yeah, if I know something, I'm. I'm happy to. Well, sometimes, um, sometimes it's nice um, playing playing with noobs because you don't need to um, have people having silly arguments about rules. I guess yeah. uh, I, I don't know. Um, last week, for instance, was quite good because we were all new to the game when we played mm-hmm. Harry Potter, yeah. and um, yeah, that was a that was a really really good laugh. That's and we a fun just game. Got into it and enjoyed it, and I, I was playing with somebody new there. I really enjoyed introducing someone new to the hobby. And she picked it up straight away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And as long as you're you're playing with people that aren't thick, <laughs> you're always going to have a nice time anyway. Exactly. So, I, I yeah, I, I really enjoyed that. I love playing with new people and yeah. I love playing with with old people. Old people as well. Yeah, yeah like, just as like good. old man Jenkins. Old man, Jen- old, <laughs> old man Jenkins. Whenever he plays a good game, he's, he's, he's always fun to play with. Yeah, absolutely. And the last question is from the Zach. The one and only. How's he doing? How's he doing? Is he out of prison? Uh, his question is, best movie of all time? Go. Um, oh, uh, probably Mad Max 2. Oh, yeah. That's a good film. Yeah, I, I'm going to say Mad Max 2 or, uh, I don't know, Mad Max Fury Road is, is also really good. So probably Mad Max 2 or Mad Max Fury Road. Okay. I absolutely love those films. I like how they do storytelling 
without dialogue and uh, they are absolutely bonkers and yep. has a man in a crane and I love it. Um, those those are great films and two of my favourite films. Uh, I'll probably think of a better answer at some other point but um, those are the films that I could watch any time and yeah. always put on and enjoy so yeah, yeah Mad Max. There you go. Uh, he also adds that was the only thing I came up with. I'd woken up about 15 minutes before I sent that. Okay so sorry for waking you up. Oh shit we've woken him up. He's going to be angry. Now we're going to die. Wait a minute, is that him outside? I thought that Nick actually looked out the window. There's a guy in a car. Is that a knife? On. Is that a knife and a gun? He's sharpening a knife. Is he sharpening a gun as well? <laughs> gun. I don't know why he would do that. Shit. But... Live action role playing. Watch your thunderbolt. Uh, 3,000 in a critical. Another Drag out critical. Thunder... Thunder! Thy art slain. Okay, so we need to we need to have a talk, Nick, because um, we've done something really terrible. What's that? Well, last week we went to the gnome's castle. Oh fuck! And put him in your boot. Yes. He's been there for two weeks now. He must be dead. He mu- how long do gnomes? How long can gnomes go without food? I don't know. Should we go check? They must have different. Innards. Do, do they have like four stomachs like a cow? Oh, no, I, I, did, the I don't even. I was saying that the, 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 the car smelt a bit. Hmm. Sh- uh, should we go? Let's go check. Okay. Whoa. Oh god. Oh, he's still alive. Oh god. Thank <laughs> God for that. Alright, let's get him inside, oh, man. Shit everywhere. Let's Look get him inside. Oh yeah. god, it stinks. Let's get him inside. Okay. Let's get him inside. Quick, that was looking. Right, take his, take his, take his muzzle off. Oh don't- god, oh, don't bite me. Right, I'm taking it off. Just relax. Here we go. Bite you fucking little cunts. All right, mate, calm down. Come you, on, you bastards. Right. You put me in that boot for a fucking two weeks. It was dark in there. <coughs> what are you gonna do to me? Let me go. We can't do that. We can't. Come on, mate. You know we can't do that. We'll be in big trouble if we let you go. You'll go straight to the police. Kidnap. I won't. I won't go to the police. False imprisonment. No, yeah. Thank you. No, it's not happening, mate. I won't. I won't go to the police. I promise. Just. We can't trust you. What do you want? You. You robbed us. You pretended to be us. Yeah. Now and 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 and, and now we've done this. You know. We. We. You know what we're gonna have to do, Noam. Don't. Don't do it. I promise. I won't. I'll leave you alone forever. You know the deal, gnome. Sorry, gnome. You gnome. You gnome what we're gonna have to do to you guys. Good pun. You gnome. That's pretty funny, isn't it? This is no time for puns. Oh, Oh, shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. Right, I'll get the baseball. Oh, that is funny. No, no. Let's just let's just shoot him. Come on. No, 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 no. Wait, wait. I'll give you the password to the Patreon. Ah, okay. What? And then we shoot you after that? No, no, no. Then I'll then let me go. But if you kill me, you'll never get the password. But if we let you live... I won't go to the authorities, I promise. A gnome's promise is stronger than any chains I mean, you might or something. To, you might have to live in my hang boat on. then, from now on. Yeah, well... Hang on a minute. Uh, wait a minute, gnome. We're, we're just going to have a discussion. Um, right, stay there. Well, <laughs> well <laughs> not like you can go he's anywhere. Not, he's not going anywhere. <laughs> Anyway. Uh, all right, Nick. Right. Um, yeah, I'm just, I'm just thinking maybe we should um, just take the password, say we're gonna let him go, then just shoot him in the head. Yeah, but yeah, that's true. 
right. Um, all right. Yeah. Um, Gnome, uh, we're gonna, we're gonna, yeah, we'll take the password and then we're gonna let you go. Okay. The password is Gnome King Rules One Two Three. All right. Um, you've been very cooperative. Yeah. So we're gonna let you go. Uh, I'm just going to undo this. your life. Right. Well. Problem solved. That's that little endeavour sorted out. We've got the Patreon back. High five. Ooh, oh yes. Oh man, it feels good to have the Patreon back. So um, I need to clean up that mess though before Carver gets home. Yeah, yeah, better. We'll sort out. Yeah, we'll, we'll mop that. Anyway, yeah. So, um, so if you'd like to pop over and support the show, yeah, we'll um, go over to Patreon.com forward slash Tabletop Twats. Yep. We finally got that back. We Man, finally got that. I'll so tell you might what. actually see some things changing on there. Yeah, we're going to change that up. We're going to get that polished up because at the moment, all the stuff on there is it was done by him. And we're going to change that. Silly bollocks, yeah. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to make sure it's all polished and we're going to put some promises on there. Thank you so much to anyone that supported us thus far. Um, you know, we're, we're extremely sorry that all the money has gone to the gnome so far. But from now on, it goes to us. It goes to the show. Yes, Exactly. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and I'd like to say a huge thank you to everybody as well that's already signed up. Yep. And uh, yeah, like I said, as we said, <laughs> the known problem is no more. Yeah. And the gnomelings have you been are pardoned. Now, you are now known, to all those that donate on the Patreon page, you are now known as the loyal fugites. Loyal fugites, indeed. Big up the shout out. So this is our shout outs segment. So first of all, we want to talk about Mutant Mechatron. Mutant Mechatron. Mutant. Uh, so yeah, Mutant Mechatron is currently a Kickstarter. It's from the people that brought you uh, Mutant Year Zero um, and GenLab Alpha. It's got two weeks to go and it looks brilski beats, doesn't it? So it is a post-apocalyptic setting where you play robots. Robots instead of mutants. So if you want to play a vending machine that's trying to struggle to find a purpose, then get Megatron. It looks wicked, bro. It does look wicked. Uh, the art's amazing. Again, it's from the same people, so we said before. It's been, it's already funded. Um, it's just tearing through the stretch goals now. Um, tearing through it like we tear through dead gnomes. Dead no- well, no, let's not admit to anything. Let's keep it. Let's keep it on a deal. Uh, yeah. So it's it's nearly on. It's nearly got to its eleventh stretch goal. I'm hoping it gets does all thirteen by the end because basically you get everything printed off. You get a big map. You get all the compendiums, uh, extra stuff. So go check it out. It looks freaking amazing, and it I'm going to run it this year for the boys. Okay. Next up, we want to big up some of our esteemed colleagues on the Nerds International Network, and we want to talk about two things today. First of all, we want to talk about the RPG Brewery, which is an interview show primarily, um, which is run by Jamie Pearson. He owns his own pub. Pub landlord, proprietor, extraordinaire. Exactly, and he has people in there to interview him recently. So some big names. Yes, he has had um, Eli Kurtz of um, the Mythic Gazetteer yep. fame. He's had John Goff. He's had John Goff, who is from Deadlands. Yep. 
He's, he's actually from there. He's from the Deadlands. He's from the Deadlands. Great guy. Um, yeah, so give that a listen. I listened to it recently. I really liked it. Um, then uh, also, uh, we, we want to talk about The Wild Die. Yes. Right? Because we, um, again, we don't do enough self-promotion because we're lazy. So we, uh, we're we on The Wild Die and we, we both really, really appreciate it. Yes. But the reason we wanted to do it is not because of shameless self-promotion because we're idiots. We actually wanted to do it because we had David Scott on there recently who came on to speak about um, Spirits. Sp- sp- Spirits. Spirits. He spoke about Spider-Man. And uh, <laughs> it was a, it was Pir- Pirates of the shut up, Pirates of the Spanish Main, um, versus Fifty Fathoms, which mm-hmm. Gary spoke about. And if you're thinking of playing a pirate RPG and you want lowdown on two very good pirate settings, I would recommend going and listen to that episode. It's not because we were good, because we weren't. It was because those two guys were good. That's why so. we were thinking. And of- also, the uh, the Wild Die podcast is in overdrive at the moment it's banging out bonuses left right and centre isn't it so many boners Nick Yeah, so many boners it's really like good. it's like a filthy video like bonus, bonus city bonus city bonus city yes yeah. you've got to get that right you've got to get, get that, right. that right hey this is Kanye West I listen to the tabletop twats oh yeah check my flow Okay, so that's another show. Let's say, for instance, you've listened to that show and you want to get in touch because you thought those guys know what they're talking about. Well, well, you're wrong. So we'll ask Podbot instead. We'll ask Podbot. You can email via tabletoptwats.gmail.com um, And what's the Facebook address, Podbot? Facebook.com forward slash tabletopt And the Twitter? At tabletoptwats. And if you could just do me a quick calculation and try and figure out how Tumblr works. Unsuccessful. Okay, we don't know how Tumblr works. Um, but, uh, yeah, you can get in touch with us at those places. And also, uh, is there any communities that we're part of? Google+. Plus. Okay, cool. So get in touch with us at all of those places. Nerds International Network. Podbot, I'm going to shut you down. Uh, you're making too much noise. Self-destruct nexism has been initiated. Okay, how long we got? 35 years. Okay, that's good enough. Um, okay, so... Shit. Anyway, yeah. Okay, we've got 35 years um, left on this planet, so that's plenty of time to make enough podcasts. Few more pods, yeah. Um, but uh, before we do, um, we're going to give you the thought of the week. This is something to ponder on uh, before uh, the next podcast comes out. Something to think about, something to keep you occupied. Something to use on, yeah. Exactly. Um, and this time, Nick, you've got one, haven't you? And that is, when you clean out a vacuum cleaner, do you become a vacuum cleaner? But that leaves one thing to be said, and this thing comes from the British Museum itself, and from a book which has not been read in a thousand years. And this thing connects us all, and lets us know that we are all one. And this thing, Nick, this thing that needs to be said now so that we know that we are all one. That word is... Chicken McBosh. Lees. Goodbike. Larks. Welcome to the Shitterton General Store. Yeah, um, how much for this uh, jester outfit and this book about jestering? I'll give you 25 jeans. Um, I'm not from round here. Does 25 jeans go far? How much is 25 jeans worth? About 50 diddles. Uh, fine, 25 jeans for the stuff. Deal. Say, um, I spoke to a badly written dwarf up on that hill. Said I might be able to find a wizard in this town. Any ideas where I might be able to find one? 
Well, uh, we've got Nigel. Uh, you can usually find him playing Tarl in the inn. Other than that, there aren't really any magic men for miles. Okay, cheers, mate. No worries, see ya. Hello, stranger. What brings you this way? Um, well, um, this, this is a bar, right? Indeed it is. And I am the barkeep. Can I get you something? Why does everyone in this universe talk like this? It's mental. Um, like what? It's like it's like a fucking pantomime. Anyway, don't worry about it. Look, I'm after a, an ale, please. Uh, a what? Like a, a sort of like a hops-based alcoholic drink. Well, well, we we've got we've got grog. Oh Christ. Um, yeah. Are I'll, you looking more for grumble? Uh, what's grumble? It's a bit like grog, but lighter. Uh, um, I'll have a grog. Yeah, grog will do fine. Pint of grog coming up. It smells like... Okay, never... Yeah, that'll do fine. Um, Put airs on your chest, lad. Anyway, what can I do for you? Um, I'll ha Yeah, I was, I was looking for a guy called um, Nigel. Uh, do, do you know him? Nigel? Yeah, yeah. As in so, Nigel was, the Wizard? Yeah, I was talking to a guy earlier from the shop. He said that um, Nigel comes and drinks in here, plays Tarl all the Indeed time. Indeed he does, yes. Regular. Good. Regular is, uh, is Nigel. Yeah, um, you've seen him about... I, I, I need to speak to him. I need his magical services. Oh, excuse me. Oh, um, funny you should say that, actually. Nigel was in here not ten minutes ago. Right. Playing toll, as you said. Um, unfortunately, he seemed to get himself into a little bit of a problem with some dwarves over the game. Um, some words were said, some chairs were thrown over. Next thing you know, poor Nigel's being dragged outside. Oh, for goodness sake. So I helped the guy, but I can't leave the bar. So I'm going to have to go outside and help him fight some dwarves then, am I? Well, that would be very kind. Nigel's quite a good guy. Okay. Oh, Christ. You going to help him now? Well, well I'm going to finish my grog first. Bear blaze, good grog. <laughs>